All righty, everybody. Welcome to JP's Football Talk. Here we are live in Dallas, Texas, and I'm here with my partner in crime, like always, Mr. Phil Ketterman. How we doing, Phil? We doing good? Yeah, man, we're doing good. <laughs> Sorry about that, the technical difficulties. That's all right. Technical difficulties happen, my friend. Yeah, uh, man. Middle of nowhere. Can't help it. Uh, I feel you. So... Like like we were talking about earlier with uh, Kansas City and the Titans, you know, they went out and traded for Ryan Tannehill, yes. Um, but are they going to keep him now? See, oh, man, I think they do. I think they will. They're going to try to shop Mariota, I think. Mariota's a free agent. Dang, really? They're going to let him just walk, huh? Well, maybe. Golly, they could have. Well, see, when Tannehill got there, he wasn't immediately a starter. Now, were they trying to get him up to speed with the offense? Maybe, but they brought him there for a reason. Now, he is older, but not by much. A couple years. Uh Dang, they didn't even – I mean, they could have tried to get rid of Mariota. We just don't know about it. But I guess they're just going to let him walk because I could see him. I mean, they got Tannehill there for a reason. They saw something they wanted. And then he takes them to conference championship, although I think it is a flash in the pan. I don't think they'll be there next year. You know how I feel about that. But I think they'll keep him. So you think that's – Go ahead. I said, you think they're going to be the Jacksonville of of this of this 2017 Jacksonville team this year? Yeah, oh yeah, big time. Hmm, big time. I see that. I, even though Jacksonville had a better defense that year, they just had Blake Bortles at quarterback. Uh, but now, I just really, really hope they don't like give him like a ninety million dollar guaranteed contract. You know what I mean? Well. That just made zero sense to me, but anything's possible, I guess. Well, the thing is, if they do that, see, now, then they're going to run into the issue like with the Green Bay Packers. They're going to have all their money tied up in their quarterback, and they're not going to be able to go out and get players. Yeah, but at least Green Bay has a quarterback who is good. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah, Aaron, Aaron like, Rodgers. Legitimately one of the best ever. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm not taking anything away from Aaron Rodgers. Well, I, but, but uh, you're right, though. If they got all that money tied up to a quarterback, but at least Aaron Rodgers is, you know, worth it. What I'm saying is they do something like a Nick Foles or Kirk Cousins, Give him all this guaranteed money. And now Kirk Cousins, he's all right. And Nick Foles was hurt. But you're going to give him all this money, all this guaranteed money, which is a new wave of players, which, I mean, I'm all for it. Get that money. But you're going to give him all that contract. And then who knows, this time next year, man, they might be on a different quarterback. Who would be? You know, Tennessee. Yeah. That that's, yeah. that's possible. 
I mean, it's just like everything in the NFL, man. You might, you know, be real good at it and you're beating everybody. Those defensive coordinators, man, they got a whole year to figure you out now. And it takes a special player to remain one step ahead. And I don't know if he could do that or not. Yeah, see, I don't, I don't foresee that happening because he's not in that, st- in that company of like an Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady or Ben Roethlisberger. He's not in that elite company where those guys have done things throughout their careers to stay ahead of the game. So, Tannehill, though, I don't foresee him doing that because one, he's too young, and he hasn't really smartened up yet I don't think I think he's still like living like in his A&M days a little bit like he you know he kind of thinks he's a little immortal but I think maybe a couple years down the road maybe then he'll be like okay I gotta figure out something to change up my game so I can be like those guys like Rodgers like Brady like Roethlisberger like Peyton Manning because everybody Every quarterback in the NFL wants to be like those four guys because those are the guys right there. Drew Brees. Oh, God, Drew Brees. Okay, so the five. All right, so those five <laughs> guys, those are the ones that all these young quarterbacks are looking up to because they're like, we want to be like – like Lamar Jackson said. What, what was it he said um, – what was it in the regular season? He said, I want to be the next Tom Brady. Well, for you to be the next Tom Brady, you got to up your game and you got to get smart, dude. And a couple extra video cameras. <laughs> well, that that that's. The... <laughs> Hold on, I guess. It don't hurt. No, it doesn't hurt. But, but also... you know, from a purely perspective football talk, man, I like how you know he said that. But yet, all these quarterbacks coming out, it's like the new age is these dual threat, you know, mobile guys. You know what I mean? Like, every college program, it seems, they don't have a true drop-back passer. They may, you know, have an air-raid guy. I mean, Gardner Minshew was an air-raid guy, and he slung it all over the field, but he ain't, you know, he's faster than Peyton Manning. You know what I mean? Like, he'll run. And I feel like that's the way the league's going now. A lot more of these dual-threat quarterbacks uh, with the option stuff. That'll make a comeback, I think, for a little while. It's going to go to the RPO more now. Oh, absolutely, because that's the best of all worlds. I mean, it's a triple option without having your quarterback unnecessarily take hits. Even though in a true triple option, you know, I, I can argue about this for days. I'm a big triple option guy anyhow. But, yeah, the, the RPOs would definitely be a new a new thing. Not a new, you know, the continuing trend. I agree. You're going to see. But also, though, if you think about it, like a lot of quarterbacks that are coming out of college or or, like this coming year, they don't really run that. The only person who did semi was Joe Burrow. Alabama Ransom. Oh, yeah, that's true with Tua. Yeah, that's probably more with Kiffin. Uh, But who is after Kiffin? Uh Brian, Brian Oh no, it's no, no, no. It's old boy who's a head coach at Maryland now. That's probably the guy you're talking about. After Lane Kiffin at Alabama, I thought it was Brian Dable. 
it might have been, but there, uh, my, uh, Coach Locks, Locksley, Locksney, something like that. I think he was an offensive coordinator uh, there for a year. Maybe I could be wrong, but they ran some RPO stuff. Now, Sarkeesian obviously is a West Coast guy. He likes a traditional West Coast offense, which, you know, 10 years ago, excuse me, even with an injury, Tua would have still been. He'd have been the number one overall pick, you know, running the West Coast and off, you know, in college with those stats. He would have definitely been the number one pick. Uh, But yeah, you're right. Joe Burrow ran some. I mean, Tua ran some as well. Who else is coming out this year? Jake Fromm. Anyone else? Oh, he was, he was, yeah, you're right. He was, he's a pro style guy. That's for sure. Um, What about the guy from Oregon, Herbert? Uh, you know, he's Jer- he's Joey Harrington 2.0. Um, <laughs> uh, Washington's quarterback Ethan. Uh, Chris Peterson's an offensive genius. I'm sure they ran RPO because they ran every other thing in the world. But he's, I don't know if he's going to translate well or not. But I like him. Um. I don't know about Utah State's quarterback. I know he's coming out this year. I hear he's pretty decent. Yeah, I hear he got a cannon, but I don't – yeah. Like you, I don't know nothing. I don't even know his name. Jordan Love. Okay, actually, I do know his name. Yeah, you're right. I do know Um, I'm trying to think. Is the quarterback from Utah going into the draft this year? I don't think so. He's what? See, this is how it goes. This is how out of touch I am. Yeah, this year. He, he's. Well, know. we'll see what happens with that. Um, yeah, yeah, we're straying from the subject. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know I get to ramble, but yeah. So, you know, this this sickens me to have to say this, but congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs for making the Super Bowl for the first time in 50 plus years. I mean, I think it's 50 on the dot. Oh, 51. We're in 2020 now. I think it was 1969 last time. Either way, it's been a long damn time. Correct. When they played played Minnesota. Did they play Minnesota? Yes, they played Minnesota that year. Yes, sir. Really? I okay, think that was the, I think that was the start of when Minnesota <laughs> went to four straight Super Bowls and lost all four of them. They didn't go to four straight, did they? I thought Buffalo did. I think Minnesota did too when Fran Tarkenton was there. Well, now I gotta Google it. Super Bowl four. Dang, it cost him a 30 sec. Yeah, it was the Vikings. Yeah. yeah. Either way, either way. Good, you know, good for the Chiefs. Congrats. Like I said, they've been, it's been their Super Bowl for the past two or three years. They just had, had to get over the hump of, you know, I like Andy Reid. I know you don't, but he needs a, he needs another ring. Well, as a head coach, you got to think he's never won one of the coach before. 
Exactly. Well, okay, that's fair. Either way, he needs, you know, they got a Texas boy playing quarterback, so I'm cool with that. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we're going to see what happens, you know, February 2nd down in Miami, so that's going to be pretty interesting to see. Um, but going over to the NFC side now, you had Green Bay and you had San Fran, which is a rematch of earlier this season where Green Bay got the shit kicked out of them. And they go back into San Francisco again, and they get the shit kicked out of them again this time. <laughs> I don't say it. It's a, it's the same. Yeah, they got the same thing. And you know, I said it last week, man. It, it Shanahan's always had Green Bay's number, and Green Bay's defense still isn't where it needs to be. I mean, how many rushing yards did they have Who did? tonight? Oh my uh, god! Like almost three hundred, I think, or even or more. Yeah, they ran the ball. I don't even know who their running back is. Who's their running back? Mostert from Purdue. God, imagine if they had some. I don't even know who that is. I mean, good for him. That's great. Like, I'm not taking jabs or nothing. The kid's obviously talented. They also, but God, they also have a committee running back system, kind of like what the Patriots do. Like, they have him, they have Tevin Coleman, and they have um, another kid. I can't remember his name. I like Tevin Coleman. Yeah, me too. Wasn't he part of that collapse as well with Shanahan? He was in Atlanta. During the Falcons game? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I bet he's happy. Good for him. I, I've always liked him. Oh, yeah, me too. But, yeah, they had like 300. I want to say they had over 300 yards rushing. Yeah, and, I mean, come on. If you allow that, you're probably not going to no. win the game. Oh, hell no. You, you sh- Unless it's in high school and you run for 400. Um, like. But were the Packers really going to rush for 400 yards? I doubt it. I don't know who Aaron they're running Jones, back is either. TL Paso boy. Oh yeah, you're right. I remember him. He was a beast in college. I mean, yeah, he was yeah, good. He's their, he's their running back. He is good, and he's a and he's good at uh, catching passes too. He had to do everything at UTEP. They didn't have no quarterback or no offensive line. They have, well, you know, it's UTEP. I mean. And I like UTEP, but, man, they are just not very good. And they ain't been very good for quite a while. I can't even remember the last time they were good. I don't think there was a time. Nah, I don't think so. And then you got Jimmy Garoppolo, who throws six passes for 77 yards and no touchdowns. (laughs) I don't know about you, but that is unheard (laughs) of. I've never in – in all the years I've been watching football, I've never seen that before. Where a team, well, actually, forget I said that. Navy does it every year, and so does Army. Forget I said that. Well, you said yeah, NFL. In NFL. I, you do not see that in the NFL, especially nowadays. You don't see that. What did you say it was? Six or seven? It was six, six or seven? Eight for 77 yards. I've got to watch that game, Phil. That's wild to just think. I mean, 
and you know it, what's weird is that Kyle Shanahan is is an offensive genius, and you would think that it's like, oh, well, he's he's got these intricate passing plays and stuff like that. Like, no, he's just like his dad, man. He'll run the ball. Like, that's wild. I've got to see that. I can't wait to. I can't wait till that it already uploaded. is uploaded on YouTube. Okay, I saw something about all of Jimmy G's passing attempts. And it was like a minute and a half long. Yeah, that, that that's <laughs> that's wild. funny. Like I, I like when I saw the stat line for that game, I was like, "This is I, th- this can't be right." I'm like, "There's no way they rushed for 300 yards and only passed for 77, and they put up almost 40 points." I'm like, "That's wild, dude." Could you imagine if Tennessee won that Super Bowl? Both teams, quarterbacks combined, only threw the ball like 15 times. That would be That's hilarious. why I mean. That's why I kind of wanted a San Francisco-Tennessee Super Bowl because it would have been all running the ball. <laughs> oh, it would have been a blowout. No, nah, San Francisco would have shut down the run game, and it would have been bad. Yeah. Tennessee wouldn't have had a chance in that game. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're probably that's my, you know, That's my opinion. Now, you know, I'm – uh, now looking at Green Bay now, what do they need? How are they going to improve their team now off of a really good season? You know they were thirteen and three under Matt Lafleur, first year head coach. You know they got the the two seed in the playoffs, and they got to the conference championship for the first time in a long time. I mean, do can they build off of this? Do you think maybe they need to probably where do they need to improve? You think? Uh, you know what? They're they're still they still got to work on that defense, man. And they need to. I mean, they've been running the ball better. Uh, I mean, wasn't Lafleur's? I mean, he's a first year head coach. Like to go thirteen and three, it's not a bad start. Just keep on working the defense through the draft, and uh, you know. They're gonna. They just. They didn't miss a stride, man. They just kept on doing what they usually do. I think they're gonna be all right. I don't know if they're gonna win another Super Bowl, but they'll consistently go twelve and four, thirteen and three, in my opinion, as long as Aaron Rodgers is their quarterback, because he's that good. Oh yeah, absolutely. But they do need to get some receiving help because all they have is Devontae Adams. Yeah. Well, you say all they have. He's still pretty, pretty doggone good, though. And you're right. But to go thirteen and three with that, you know, he's, yeah, you know, you're right. I would just say prioritize the defense because you know defense does win championships, and uh, you know if you got to pick up a couple free agent receivers, I hear Antonio Brown's not doing anything. Uh, you know, I don't know, I. Green Bay, they were a sneaky 13-3 and three team. It just seemed like every game they had was a no-biter. Uh, you know, I didn't even know they were 13-3. Not easily Heck, their last teams. game of the season against Detroit, they had to come back to beat them. That's right, they sure did. I was watching that game. What Absolutely. They beat, them, what was it like? they beat them by a field goal, I think it was, if I'm correct. Wasn't it like 34, 39 yeah, or something? Yeah, it was something like that. Like, they almost 
they almost wouldn't were going to be the three seed if they would have lost that game. Yeah, which means they would have uh, they would have lost their wild card, right? Yeah, they were a wild card team, right? Or not a wild card. They uh, they would have lost their bye. Right. I'm sorry. They would have been a wild yeah, card and they would have had to play Minnesota. See, and that's where the Saints fan. Oh man, the Saints! Don't... I thought the Saints were going to win it all. You and me both, man. But, because honestly, no. I said that when the playoffs started. I said the Saints are going to the Super Bowl this year. Everyone thought uh, Baltimore would. You were a. Hey, excuse me. I tell you what, you were dead right though. You said Baltimore sitting for three weeks is is I, too much. You know they're starters the, or whatever. Over you're the right, years, man. When I've seen teams do that, it always bites them in the ass. Three weeks. Even Shannon Sharp said it on uh, Undisputed. He said John Harbaugh's making a huge mistake sitting all those guys for three weeks. It is going to come back to bite him, and it sure did. You're absolutely right. And, uh, you know, Tennessee, obviously, they played savior because they beat the Patriots. They beat the, you know, the Ravens. But like I said last week, man, the more film, the more time you got to prepare for them, the easier it is to beat them. Exactly. And especially like the Titans, when you go in hot like they were, like it's hard to stop a team when they're on a hot streak. Oh, yeah, they peaked at the right time. They sh- Which, like I said, that, that comes to the point of I don't think they'll even make the playoffs next year. They just peaked at the – I mean, they peaked at the perfect time. And doing that back-to-back, that's hard to do. Oh, yeah. It's and very my- hard. And, you know, they, they played some tough games. You know, they had to go on the road to New England which in the playoffs. It's very hard to win there. You know, they beat the Patriots. They go to Baltimore, and Baltimore's all hyped up, ready to go, and then they beat them soundly. Hell, they beat them worse than they beat the Patriots, to go on my honest opinion. And then they they go, and then it just it caught up to them. It, it, and it's sad. It was a great story this year, and I like, you know, underdog stories like that. But I kind of had a feeling. I didn't want to admit it because, like, like I've said to you before, I can't stand Kansas City. I can't stand Andy Reid. I can't stand Mahomes. But I had a feeling in my gut that Kansas City was going to win this game. Just from what I saw against Houston, what they did, I said, there's no way Tennessee is going to beat these guys. Uh, there's no way. And, you know, you're right. And they were up early on them. But – that's what I told one of my customers. I was like, you know, Houston was up 24 on them or, you know, whatever it was. And, yeah, and, and the same thing happened tonight. You know, they were down early, but they came back, won the game. Yeah, and I even told you earlier today, I said, when I texted you, I said, Kansas City's ahead. I said, this game's in the bag, and I sure as hell was right. Well, no, you texted me and said Kansas City or uh, the Tennessee was up. You told me the score, and you go, I hope I didn't jinx it. And then about 30 minutes later, you texted me and said, yeah, I jinxed it. Because it was <laughs> funny because when I looked, it was 17-7, to 7, and I'm like – and it was like the second quarter. I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, Tennessee's beating the 
the piss out of these guys right now. And then I looked again. But so was Houston. That's true, too. And then I looked again, like like you said, 30 minutes later, and it was 21-17. And I'm like, in the third quarter, I'm like, what the hell is this? I'm like, well, there goes Tennessee's chance of going to the Super Bowl. Yep. Yes, so, sir. And that's exactly what I thought so was going to happen. So now, San Fran versus Kansas City. Who do you think, going into that game, has the edge? San Francisco, definitely. See, I think so, too. The reason I say that is San Fran's defense is god-amazing. It's ungodly, yeah. Their D-line is super fast. Their, Their corners and safeties can cover. And... Richard Sherman's going to make Tyreek Hill look stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know about that, but everything else you said is accurate, yes. And then on the offensive side for um, San Fran, they got too many weapons for Kansas City's DBs to cover. I I wouldn't even know it's about the DBs, man. Their running game. You know, Tennessee's running game was good too, but, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo, well, he – He's he's competent. He's 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 a system quarterback, John. He's a system quarterback. And it you works know something. Him. I'm starting to believe you now when it comes to that because I really believe that Jimmy G is a system quarterback. Because the few times he played in New England, like when Brady those four games while Brady was suspended, you know, it do good. Yes, sir. Um. And then now with San Fran, it's like he fell into the right place. And also, he's got good guys around him that make him good. And pretty much tonight, it proved to me that he is a system quarterback. Because if you throw for only 77 yards and your team puts up almost 40 points, then that's a system quarterback to me. Well, I mean, you can't blame him for giving what the defense you know, taking what the defense is giving. If they ain't going to stop the run, why pass? Hell, I ain't going to pass it. Even if I play quarterback, just hand it off, man. Oh, yeah, definitely. Makes your night save a lot your, easier. Saves your, your arm from going out and you having to throw 30, 40 times a game. And it saves on film, too. Kansas City, I mean, they're going to – I mean, you know what I'm saying. Kansas City – uh they don't get to see all those intricate passing schemes, even though I'm sure they have every film. I know they have every film, but if you got to add a wrinkle or two in there, well, you know, and also I think with like Kansas City having to cover those guys, like it's going to be hard to cover Emmanuel Sanders and Debo Samuel and George Kittle. Those guys are hard to cover. Oh, absolutely, but. At the same time, I also feel like if Kansas City can shred San Francisco's defense, they got a they got a shot as well. If they could break through that defense, they're I could see this they're probably being like know, a fifty-four very to win. fifty-one game. That's a high-scoring game. 
Yeah, but <laughs> it's I mean, a lot of rushing I mean, yards. I'm not going to put that as my final prediction, but I could see it being like a close game with a high score. I just, I don't know. I could just, but I don't know. See, because when Baltimore played San Fran this year, that was a low-scoring defensive game. So, but Baltimore also has a better defense than yes, Kansas sir. City. And their offense is better than Kansas City's, and at least stats-wise. So, yeah, Baltimore had the number two offense this Who, year. Baltimore? Yeah, yeah, no, I know. I was just clear. I, I definitely know you didn't mean oh, no. San Francisco had oh, a better absolutely. offense. No, and the only reason I was just they lost that all. game to Baltimore is because their kicker missed three field goals. Yeah, I bet, you know, any given Sunday, right? Uh, man, I I got San Francisco would, getting would their that, six. Yeah, right, that man. would give them their six. You're right. Oh, damn. Cause... Cowboys are lacking, man. <laughs> that's gonna be three. That's gonna be three teams with six rings. Wait, wait, you, wait, wait a minute, you. Oh wait, no Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, th- I thought I, I thought you meant the Cowboys. Oh yeah, so the, yeah, you're gonna have the Cowboys, or not the Cowboys. You'll have Pittsburgh. You'll have the Patriots, <laughs> and you'll have the Forty ers So you, so you're going with the Forty ers then? You think the Forty ers are gonna pull it out? Uh, I don't want them to, but <laughs> I mean, they're pretty good, man. Yeah, but they're playing outdoors or something again. Yeah, but still, yeah, I was just making a joke because they were beating the brakes off of uh, Baltimore. Yeah, but I'm kind of, but you know what? I'm Super kind Bowl. of glad that San Fran did lose that Super Bowl because then Kaepernick would have a, super, a ring, and so would Jim Harbaugh. See, I knew you were going to say the Kaepernick part. Oh man! But I forgot about your hatred for Jim Harbaugh. Ooh. Jim Harbaugh, he's going to be fired from Michigan after next year. I can tell you that much. Write what? Write it down, man. The loser buys. He'll be there for. He'll be there until know, he man. decides to leave. Think. He ain't going he's nowhere. Not won a conference championship yet. He's not beaten Ohio State yet. He's been there going on six years now. And he gets these top. He gets like a top ten recruiting class every year. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I just don't think they'd. Who are they gonna Dude, bring, bring in? Back, Who's better? Bring back than Brady Hope right now, coaching wise. <laughs> I, I can't tell if you're serious. I'm not serious. That dude was a loser. <laughs> He was good at San Diego State. I liked him there. Hell, I liked him in Michigan. No. I don't they, think they, they gave him it. enough time. They saw, yeah, they saw they Harbaugh, and they were like, hell yeah. Um, so it was. But, yeah, I, I really hope – this is my final hope because I really do not, at on February 2nd, want to see – Andy Reid hoist that Lombardi trophy. I, I will probably get sick to my stomach if I see that. 
What time's oh, kickoff? You know, like five thirty or something like that. Damn it! I was yeah, hoping it would be a late one no, so I could at least get off of work and like watch it. Like <laughs> watch five, the end. 5 or 5.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, but it's, it's like a long event. I mean, you got a long right. halftime show and commercials. You got to think the game don't ever end until like almost you know, 11 o'clock things. at night. Yeah, the Heck time I get off. The um, the 2016 <laughs> Super Bowl, um, we all remember that one, 28 to three. That didn't that one didn't end until after midnight. Yeah, I was gonna say that one was late. I know. I was very, very, very <laughs> angry and very, very dude. I cried. I I did. I I was at Jerry Denning's. House I bet you did. And I went live on Facebook. And I started crying. Dude, dude, you got to. It's on there. I've got to look this up on your Facebook. I started crying. Like, I was so, I was so happy. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it. (laughs) But, yeah. Yep, and and then. uh, That's hilarious. Yeah, and then I remember tackling Jerry Dannon into the couch, too. So, that was. Yeah, yeah. That's your cousin or something, right? Who is that? Okay. Well, oh, so yeah. y'all two are always. You know, he wants Mahomes to win the Super Bowl because he thinks Mahomes is the greatest quarterback in the NFL right now, which I beg to differ. Well, I mean, compared to who he's playing against next in two weeks, yeah, I would, but he ain't going to win MVP I would agree. this year. It's going to be Lamar. No, they oh, won't they name it named until it the yet? day before the Super Bowl. Yeah, it is. That's so stupid. It's like the Heisman. It's like the Heisman. It's like the Heisman being handed right. out before the national championship game. Like, come on, come on! Do you really think Reggie Bush would have won the Heisman in 05 if it would nope, have been, been given young. out after the championship game? It would have been. God dang right it would have been. I'm not even being biased. Yes, I am. I'm being extremely biased. But. No, you're not. You're not being biased. (laughs) You know how. It is the truth. And honestly, Vince Young should have won it that year. And my opinion, when Reggie Bush got it stripped from him, they should have given it to Vince Young. The only reason he won that Heisman was it was a storyline narrative. What is it? It'd be like the first. No, it wouldn't have been the first team because Army did it. I know that for a fact. It had been one of the only times that a team had back-to-back Heisman winners that were. Uh, what do you, you mean by that? Well, Matt Liner won it the year before. And then Reggie won it the year that's after. That's true. And that was one of the, one of the few times in history that's happened. So I think that was a, a narrative. And see, he should have won the Heisman just for that fact right there. He had a quarterback who won the Heisman and a running back who won the Heisman. Like, 
I see. This is why I told you I'll digress about it. <laughs> I'm pretty passionate about it. No, I I agree with but, uh, you there. Now let me ask you this question. You know, because I I got some Chiefs fans riled up over the weekend by doing this. Do you think? Uh, did you say you say Chiefs yes, fans? Yes, Chiefs fans. I thought you said no. cheese fans, like the cheese. No, heads. no, no. <laughs> do you? Th- All right, go do ahead. You I'm sorry. Think go ahead. That Patrick Mahomes is a system quarterback. No, nah. you don't think so. No, no, he's in a great system. But some of those throws and improv, throwing across your body, throwing left-handed, shovel passing it, you know, like a Brett Favre type flip pass, that's not a system. That's him. Now, do you think so? Now, let's, let's put this into perspective. Now, say he was throwing to Hot Potato. Do you think Hot Potato would have caught those passes? Yeah. Sanu? Not Yeah, Sanu. Uh, I I probably not. No, I don't know. I haven't watched him. You say he drops every other football. I... He drops. Where, where, where are you? Where are you going with this, John? The reason I'm going with this. this is because I think that the guys around Mahomes make him who he is. Because those guys, like Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill and all that, they were there before he was there. And to me. Okay. I don't think Mahomes would be who he is if he didn't have those guys. Like, if you put him on the Bears. So you're saying that. If you put him on the Bears with their offense, he wouldn't be as good as he is. No, because they would have probably limited him to do other things. But. I mean, have you seen his highlights, some of the things he does? No, I – It goes against quarterbacking play half the time. You know, you're taught to never throw across your body. I mean, he threw a pass left-handed one time, I think. I mean, come on, man. I'm all for improvising, but – The thing is, though, what wild. I want to know is why didn't he do this at Texas Tech? Yeah. Johnny there. What do you say? You say you want to know. I want to know this. You bleeped out. I'm sorry. Putting up all these great numbers now. Why at Texas Tech couldn't he ever finish with a a record above 500? If if he puts – who, where? Has a record above 500. Mahomes. If, yeah, no, if you put him where? I no, said. He broke it. He broke it. When he was at Texas Tech, why didn't he have a better record? If he makes all these great throws and he makes all these, any improvises like this, why didn't they have a better record then? John? Well... What, uh, man. 
See, that's where I stumped. I don't know. City fans earlier today and the and yesterday. They didn't have an answer yeah. for it either. I said, okay. Okay. All right. Say it one more time. If let me rethink. Or it. not if. One more when time. Mahomes was at Texas Tech. How come his record was always below five hundred? If he makes all these great throws and he improvises like he does, and you can't tell me that Texas Tech doesn't have good talent because they do. Why was their record better? And can- okay, okay, their his defense is terrible because their defense Kansas was City. terrible. Barely. Well, they're slightly above terrible. But you had Cliff Kingsbury, <laughs> and Kingsbury has the same kind of type of quarterback now at Arizona and Kyler Murray. So that's what I'm okay. not understanding yes, about Mahomes. I know I, I know I may sound like I'm biased because I hate the guy, but I'm just putting the facts out there. In that and see no, you're right. That's a great argument. When I said that to those Kansas Arizona, City fans, go ahead. They didn't have an answer. They couldn't. They 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 said the same thing you did. Well, their defense was terrible. Okay, their defense was terrible. His defense is not that great now at Kansas City either. Hasn't been for years. And I'm not talking but about. But you know, Arizona is a dumpster fire. Fire. You said, you said Kingsbury with this quarterback this is his in Arizona. first year as a head coach there, too. Why aren't they any good? I agree. But who did Texas Tech play? They had to play the Baylors. They had to play Texas, who – I don't get me started with them. Oklahoma. And, I mean, that right there is, you know, two to three losses. Uh, but you're right. But you ought to see some of the plays he made at Texas Tech, and I'm sure you have. They would have lost more games if he wasn't playing quarterback. But he did make a lot of stupid plays, though. Even John Gruden pointed that out in the quarterback camp. He was out there Brett Farving it. But, John, you're he right. He does. Um, now. He has a lot of talent around him. And also, his offensive line is good. <laughs> like, I watched today against the Titans. He had an average of four to six seconds to throw the ball every single time. I was talking to a guy earlier today about that. I said, I said, if you put any quarterback – with that offensive line, they would do good and they'd complete a bunch of passes. So you can't tell me that Mahomes makes all this magic. He doesn't because, dude, even me, who's an armchair quarterback, if I had four to six seconds to throw the ball every time, I'm going to complete a pass probably 99% of the time. Well, it, it, it's also due to the fact that he runs around and does all these flashy things, and people like seeing that. So, yeah, you're right. They they view it as you know other worth you know other what's the word other worthly worldly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, 
you know, and you that's might be what right, I also man. said. I said, I mean, Andy Reid is, is a quarterback, quarterback guy. He's had good quarterbacks throughout his whole career as a coach. Even back when he was at Green Bay, he was developing Brett Favre. So that's what I mean. Like, Correct. Yes, sir. Uh, it is. It is. It is I'm a team not, sport. I'm not taking I mean... anything away from Patrick <laughs> Mahomes. I'm not. He deserves to be where he's at. He does. But here's what's going to happen. Because guess what's going to happen? I don't know if it's this year or next year. I can't remember when his rookie contract is up. I think it may be after next year. You know he's going to probably get over $250 million. So here's how I look at it is if they win the Super Bowl and next year they even reach the Super Bowl or win it again, I bet he will be the first player in NFL history to get over $100 million. guess what that's going to do to their team? Oh, you're right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see you're right. They're definitely living in the moment. They do. But again, they got plenty of talent. They're team. not going to have, have the money to be able to keep all those guys. See, and that's where your farm system comes in. That's where you, hopefully you draft very well, and you can just keep feeding them these guys on their rookie contracts. <laughs> John, you're right, man. The th- you're, you're definitely right. You're on stuff, to Look at all these years that I've been following the Patriots, and I've seen what Tom Brady's done. And, I, and then I look at teams like Green Bay that paid – Aaron Rodgers, thirty to thirty-five million dollars a year, and they can't screw themselves. You know, because because that's how that's how championship teams stay contending is you have your guys take pay cuts so that they can help the team to build to better them. These guys, and you're right, and and that comes down to the fact that. Sorry for interrupting, but you're right. You pay him that kind of money. And, yeah, he'll win you 12 to 14 games. But, you know, and they'll get that, they'll get that Super Bowl every now and again. But it's not sustained success like the Patriots. I can't believe I just See, said that. See, I was that. trying to get you to say that. <laughs> no, you're, no, you're absolutely right. Yes, sir. Yeah. You're correct. Um, but again, you know, going back to Mahomes and them, I still give. I'll, I promised these girls earlier today that when I that I that I saw that I'd give them a shout out if they won. So you know, I'll give a shout out to them for them winning. Uh, but I did told, you send them I the link to the, the to the podcast? I told them the name. I've been broadcasting it every day to everybody I've been coming across too. No kidding. You I should get business cards made. <laughs> oh, dude, I'll send you some money for it. No, it don't. It don't cost. It ain't that much. much. Business cards. I, I yeah. honestly, you know what? You're onto something there, Phil. Um, how about this? I want your opinion on this, though. Now, our old boy Coach Clapp is now the offensive coordinator of the Giants. What's your opinion on that? 
I mean, he's a great offensive coordinator, I think. Uh, I think he's going to try to play Manning over Jones. Ooh, but, but Eli already said he doesn't want to be there anymore. If he ain't starting. He could be texting him right now you for really all I know. You think that that Coach Clapp is going to start Eli over Daniel Jones? Unless told otherwise. I don't I think, think so, Joe yeah. Judge is going to let that happen. See, it makes you wonder if there's going to be any kind of power struggles there. Makes you wonder if this is a forced hire. You know, hey, I made you a head coach. Hire this guy, you know, because Joe Judge, I don't know if he pushes back or not. Well, the, you know what I'm the saying? owners he... of the Giants, the, the Mara family, Jim Mora, whatever the heck his name is, um, I think he brought in Coach Clapp because he knew Joe Judge as a new head coach and he wanted to surround him with guys that have that, or at least some guy that has that experience. Yeah, as long as Judge which isn't I, a pushover, who's gonna who's gonna listen? But which not I feel is gonna happen he though because he, you got to think he was told by Belichick what to do all the time, all his years in New England. Yeah, so it makes you wonder: is he he's not really a head coach? He's kind of a you know the whipping boy. You know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You do this, you do that. He'll be a figurehead. You just get the title. That, that's what he'll be. Yes, sir. And I don't wish bad upon Joe Judge. I mean, I hope he succeeds, but I, I, I think you're on to something, though, Phil. I think there is going to be a power struggle there in New York. It'd be interesting to see. I, I – I knew he'd go there. I just can't picture him wearing Giants gear, to be honest. Uh, Makes you wonder if he's going to wear a hat or if he's still going to dress in the same nonchalant way he did in well, Dallas. With a polo. You know, polo and khakis. Mm. Well, no, he ain't going to be able to do that in New York because it's cold up there. That's what I'm, is he going to rock a hoodie with the headset or a beanie? Maybe grow some facial hair. You know what I mean? He's not the CEO no more. He ain't got to listen, you know, and, and run a tight ship. You know, he runs the offense. He don't care about nothing else no more. He's probably happy. Nah, I see him I see him wearing his, his outfit like he wore in the Patriots game this year when Dallas played New England. A big old bulky jacket and the headset. You get what I'm saying, though, right? Like, he probably could sleep better at night now. Oh, he yeah, no, worry no, about I'm, I'm not taking that away from him, and you're probably right. He is probably sleeping better at night now, knowing that he doesn't got to deal with Jerry Jones anymore. Heck, if I was in his shoes, I would be happy that I got out of there because I don't know how you can put up with Jerry Jones. That dude's freaking insane. And like I tell my customers all the time, man, 
until that changes ship right there, until he's no longer a GM, even though his son's going to take over, like, things got to change. You know, and, and the customer told me that. He said, you know, if the owner of so-and-so team died, he'd be like, who? But with the Cowboys, you know, Jerry Jones has got to be known, hey, I, I own the Cowboys. And that's why it's, it's not a – I like Jason Garrett. He wasn't the problem. Oh, no. No, no, no. He wasn't the problem. I, I will agree with you on that one, even though I got as much hatred for him as I do Andy Reid. But you're right. He wasn't the problem. Um, what I think, though, is I just hope McCarthy doesn't end up like that, you know? And see, that's – that's kind of strange to me because it makes me – it's kind of like the Urban Meyer deal where, you know, if he were to take the coach, he'd win probably probably win a Super Bowl but be fired because he didn't do what Jones said, like Jimmy Johnson. You know what I mean? Like, they want to yes Jimmy Johnson. The thing is, though, with Jimmy, jo- with Jimmy Johnson, Go though, ahead. let me tell you this. I don't know if you know this or not. Jimmy Johnson came out a little bit after he was fired from Dallas, and he he kind of spilt some beans about Jerry Jones. You know, he said there were times that Jerry would go on the sideline and go up to him and be like, "I'm gonna act like I'm talking to you because I want to look good for the camera," and he would literally start like, you know, like mouthing so that on TV he would look like he was actually talking to Jimmy Johnson. And, like, Jimmy's like, this guy's nuts. Like, this guy's not right in the head. And he's not. Well, I know a big issue he had was him on the sidelines, Jerry on the sidelines. Like, man, you're the owner. Go in the owner's press box. Like, stop being on the sidelines. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but that's what I've heard. Uh... Man, I don't know. I like McCarthy. I think I, it's a it's a solid hire, but man, I don't know. Who knows? He could turn him into a juggernaut. We'll see what happens. We sure will. I mean, we got to wait a whole another year though before that happens. But um, so man, I'm I'm definitely though. Like I said, I'm looking forward to the Super Bowl this year. I mean, <sighs> San Fran. Kansas City. I didn't think I was gonna say that this year. My God, I was, I was really hoping it would have been New England and New Orleans, but I've been wishing that for five years now. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I like it. It's something different. It's definitely something different. I do want. I do uh, what we've been getting. I mean, that's. Yeah, because it always seems like the AFC is locked up. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. It always seems exactly. like it's the Patriots versus whoever but the I team of the year is. But if, if Tom Brady goes back to New England, I do want to see a Brady Breeze Super Bowl before they retire. Yeah, I'd love to see that. You'd be oh, yeah. insane if you 
you know, didn't want to see that. It's like well, we got it's like that, a Breeze, though. you know, Manning Super Bowl. I mean, That's I, what I'm I'd saying. like to see it's like it. that. Like it'd be like they both announced their retirement the same year. Like they say that this is my last year, and then they they both make the Super Bowl, and then it's just a battle royale. Whoever comes out on top, to me. Damn, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but to me, if that were to happen, the winner would be the GOAT, in my opinion. I think that would be the ultimate GOAT Super Bowl, Brady versus Breeze. Well, see, that's not really fair because Manning was always in the same conference up until his last, like, four years. But a, you know, a Manning Brady Super Bowl, I think, would yeah, have I been mean... just as good. Because, I mean, Brazen's broken the records. I get it. But, you know, imagine if, you know, Manning's neck stayed as strong or if he had defenses. I'm not getting into this, but. Peyton Manning to me is the goat. That's my opinion. No, I, I and you know you've known how I felt about that. And I can see why you say Manning is the goat because he, he has done it all. I mean, he did win his two Super Bowls. You know, he's got all these records. He's got he's got. I I, I thought he had records that would never be broken, but I was totally wrong about that. Um, it's too hard to call though. You know. Caliber of play, but I agree with you. If he had better defenses, like if he had, if he had Brady's defenses all those years that Brady was winning, he probably would more. Oh, the, yeah, oh, the for record, sure. He'd have for 10 sure Super he would have easily. Balls. Like, I'm serious about that. Easily ten. Uh. You know, and he had a defensive coach. You know, they ran the Tampa too. It just seemed like every year, right? Something no, would go you're against right about them. that. Uh, Whereas every year for Brady, it always seemed like in it went some way, shape, or form. Yes, yeah. you were absolutely right. You were absolutely ex- right. Ex- um, exactly. Thank we're you. We're about to cut out here, man. Um, I appreciate you always coming on, Phil. Uh, we're going to have to wait and see what other news comes in before I can decide when we do another episode because we got two weeks till we got more football now. Oh, come on. Seriously. Oh, we got the Pro Bowl next week. Come on now. <laughs> Hopefully there's some drama or some trades or some – let's talk uh... – how about next week? We'll do something. We'll talk about. Let's do something coach wise. Not. Oh, you, you know, want to project who hired these who, new coaches but... are going to do? Something like that, or something about their background, you know, who they learn from. Or, you know what? T- how about this? Top. 
we'll do top five because I'm not smart enough to do a top ten. We'll do top five. Okay, coaching. I'm with you on that one. In NFL history, who you think? Now I we're gonna agree on number one. I guarantee you that. But will we? That. But will we? But will we? But you know, we'll we'll talk about the era they were in. You know, stuff like that. But uh, it's something, to, and it don't even necessarily have to be records or, or Super Bowls or anything. Just overall impact. Because, I mean, you know, Joe Paterno was one of the college coaching goats. But what happened, you know, people don't talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't see him as right. a goat no so more. We'll they go, see him as we'll a terrible person. We'll go five coaches from both college and NFL. How about we do that? That's fair. We could do that. Yeah, uh, we'll, break that. we'll break that up. Because uh, college is a lot harder. I, college is a lot harder than I, the NFL, in my opinion. But see, does it have mm. to be head coaches only? Because there's a lot of coaches who were head coaches and they were coordinate. You know what? We'll do head coaches. It don't matter if they were coordinators at some point because most head coaches were. But I meant in terms of, you know, they were fired or let go. Then they were a coordinator. Then they came. We'll do head coaches, top five head coaches. All right, we'll do, all right, NFL. We'll go, we'll go ahead college. and we'll uh, think of a day to do that. How's that sound? Yes, sir. I appreciate it. Worse for me, man. More time to prepare. I'll talk to you later, my friend. All right.